0: So we all have this longing for home. And when I say home, I'm I'm not just talking about a place. I'm I'm talking about a feeling. It's it's that feeling of of safety and security, of being surrounded in warmth and love, where where all is just kind of right in your world. It's that feeling you get when everybody you care about just happens to be under the same roof for a moment. It's that feeling you get when... um, You're able to lay around in your house in pajamas, not caring who sees you, just watching Netflix all day because it's Christmas break. It's that feeling that comes over you when you open up the refrigerator and you realize someone thought about you and bought you your favorite snack. It's the feeling I enjoy that that I get to annoy my children. I get to annoy my children with bad jokes and occasional odors and, and they just have to take it. And secretly, they love it, and one day when I'm gone, they're going to miss it. And that's what I'm talking about when I say we, we all have this longing for home. And you know as well as I do that, that at this time of the year, we, we feel this, this, this pressure to produce that feeling, We feel this this pressure inside of us to to forge or to find that that feeling of home, and we work really hard to do it. We we buy presents, we throw parties, we wear ugly sweaters to those parties, we hang out with people in our family that we don't really like, all in an effort to have that feeling. And sometimes we nail it. We, We get the feeling we're looking for, for a moment, like that moment on Christmas morning when when all the gifts have been opened and there's wrapping paper all over the floor, the family's content for like a brief second, there's Kahlua in your coffee, and you're just like, yes. <laughs> if, I could, if I could bottle up this feeling right here and hold on to it forever, I would, because you're home. It's not about the place. It's the feeling, right? And then sometimes you, you, you don't nail it. Like when, when I was in third grade and uh, my elementary school set up like this Christmas craft fair for all the kids to go to. And the idea was that that you'd send your kid to school with a couple bucks in their pocket and they would go shop the craft fair and buy gifts for mom and dad. And so on that particular day, my mom and dad put 10 bucks in my pocket and in the pockets of my two brothers. And I know my mom well enough. She's like a pure romantic at heart. She was thinking that she was going to be able to produce this perfectly homey Christmas moment where on Christmas morning she's opening up these individually wrapped, perfectly chosen gifts from her three boys. The only problem is that I am one of her three boys. <laughs> and I remember distinctly walking through that craft fair, looking at booth after booth after booth until finally I saw it, the perfect gift for me. <laughs> it, it was an imitation Casio digital watch. This was the 80s. And I I just had to have it. So I took all the money my parents had given me and I bought it. And I came home that day and my other brothers, they had these like perfectly wrapped packages all tied up with string, you know the whole thing. And they put them under the tree and I had this watch that I was showing off just telling everybody the time. And my mother sat me down with this mix of like sadness and anger in her eyes. And she said, Matthew, I wanted you to think of me and your father. And I said, Mom, I I was thinking of you. I was thinking of how much you want me to have this watch. By the way, Mom, it's 345. Sometimes we nail it. Other times we blow it. And I don't know how you're doing right now in your effort to forge that feeling this season, how, how you're doing in living up to that pressure, whether you're crushing it or it's crushing you. But here's what I do know, that that feeling you have, that need that you have to manifest that feeling of home, it is a, it is a sign and a symptom actually of a much deeper need. Uh, One of the great thinkers in Christianity is this this old dead guy with a really cool name. Uh, His name is Augustine of Hippo. What a great name. What's your last name? Of Hippo. That's my last name. He he said this. This is one of the most profound little sayings I've ever stumbled across. Uh, Augustine said this, You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our heart is restless until it finds its rest in you. We spend a lot of time this time of year talking about Santa Claus and how he makes toys somewhere out there for all the good kids in the world. But but, but the true story is, is of a God somewhere out there who made you and me. And we are all his children in this world. And Augustine's point is that because you're a creature, because you're created, you have a deep need for home, And it's not just the need to be around family and friends. Those are all symptoms of this ultimate need. You need to know the one who made you. If you're a creature, you have to know. You need to know. You long to know. Even if you don't know this yet, you long to know the one who made you. To feel his love, the warmth of his presence to know his name, and to know that he knows yours. And until you get that, until you receive that, every other little sense or feeling of of home that you have is just a glimpse, a glimmer of the real thing that you need. That until you get that deep need satisfied, you will be settling for something less. And and the things you'll settle for are still great. Like kids and family are great, but, but they are temporary. Kids grow up and the feeling of home you're able to foster, it is temperamental. It can blow up in your face quickly. It can fade away fast. What you really need is to know the one who made you. That's what you really need. And that's what makes the birth of Christ at Christmas so monumental and meaningful. Because what we believe as Christians at Christmas is that God has come into this world. He left his home to bring you home, to bring you that ultimate sense of belonging and peace and wholeness to be wrapped in the ultimate love and security that only he can offer. He entered this world to bring you home. He left his home to bring you the gift of home. He left it to bring it to you. And that gift that you receive at Christmas is the deepest need that you have. Because God knew that you were born into the world where you were stuck in struggle. God knew that you were born into the world where you were under the weight of worry, where you were distracted by all types of dysfunction. And he knew that in order to get your greatest need met, that you could not climb up your way to him. And so instead, he bridged the gap to you. He left his home to give you the gift of home. And in the birth of Jesus Christ, what we believe is that God has entered into your struggle. He's put himself underneath the weight of your worries. He's he's wrapped wrapped you himself in all of your dysfunction and difficulties. And he did it all so that through that, he might give to you and earn for you what is really needed by you which is to know that God loves you and that he sees you and that he forgives you and that he's not forgotten you and that through the work of Jesus Christ, you belong to him. And in the work of Jesus Christ, the deepest need that creatures have to be one with their creator, it can now be experienced. Jesus Christ is the greatest Christmas gift, needless to say. I mean, he's like the Red Ryder BB gun and uh, the Cabbage Patch doll in the 80s and the Tickle Me Elmo in the 90s. And, uh, and this thing that is the top-selling toy on Amazon right now, it's a game called Exploding Kittens. That's like all the rage, apparently. <laughs> He's like all of these must-have gifts all wrapped into one and multiplied by a million. He is what you really want, but you may not know it yet. He is what you really need because he has come through his life, death, and resurrection to satisfy your longing for home. Now, this message is good news for all of us, but tonight I believe that it's good news for one person in particular. And you know who you are. This is good news for that one person who is here tonight for whom finding and fostering that feeling of home has been impossible this year. It's been impossible because the one person you want to feel at home with is no longer here. Or it's impossible because the the parents who gave you life, they have a lot of issues right now with the choices you're making in your life and so it's hard for you to hang out at their house. It's hard for you because you and your spouse, there's a whole bunch of of emotional distance between the two of you, and you feel a bit unnoticed and unwanted. It's hard for you because you made a bunch of really bad decisions. You don't know who you can trust, who's going to point a finger at you and judge you, and so you don't feel like you can be at peace or at rest with anybody. Or maybe it's hard for you because you struggle a bit with addiction and... The drinking that you used to numb some of the pain has recently caused a whole bunch of pain with some of the people that matter most. And so it is feeling impossible for you to feel at home here this year. If that's you, if that's you, then I have one little verse that I want to share with you. It's one little little scrap of scripture that is easy to overlook, but it means the world. And it comes to us from 2 Corinthians chapter 1. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 says this, that all of the promises of God find their yes in Jesus. Everything a human heart needs to feel at home with the one who made made them is found in Jesus. Or as C.S. Lewis put it, he says this, if you look for Christ, you will find him, and with him, you will get everything else. If you look for Christ, you'll find him and with him everything else. So for that one person who is here tonight and you're wondering if you're forgiven, you will find it in Jesus. If you're wondering if God will accept you despite all the dysfunctional things done by you, you will find it in Jesus. If you're wondering if the one who made you sees you and knows you, you will find it in Jesus. If you're wondering if you are alone in your struggle, if there is anybody who notices your pain and your sorrow, you will find it in Jesus. In him, all the promises of God are yes, and your heart is restless deeply restless until it rests in him. And I know that you are struggling to find a place and a feeling of home this year here, but at least receive him and give thanks for all the things that he gives to you here tonight. The acceptance of the Father, forgiveness for every sin, a life lived to replace yours, and an eternity at his table. There is in each one of us a longing for home. A need to feel safe and secure. A need to feel surrounded by warmth and love. And at this time of year, we feel a tremendous amount of pressure to find it and to forge it, to foster it and to make it. And sometimes we nail it and a lot of times we don't. Like that time a handful of years ago when I... When I told my wife that what I got her for Christmas was very expensive, and it was. That it was designed by really smart European engineers, and it was. That it would make our life easier, and it would have. Until she opened it up and she realized that this thing was a vacuum. (laughs) I know, right? Some things never change. (laughs) But it was a vacuum. And I'll tell you what, it was expensive because six years later, I'm still paying for that thing, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) So whether you're feeling at home tonight, or that feeling has been fleeting for you, know this, that God has left his home to give the ultimate gift of deep meaning and deep belonging to you. He's left his home to bring you home. He was born into a world without a home, so that through his birth, his life, his death, and his resurrection, he might say to you, Welcome home. Every promise of the Father is yes in his Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.